Welcome to the Yav Podcast with Kelsey on South Sharav Radio. Uh, welcome back to the Yav Podcast with my annual shotgun rider for the NFL playoffs, uh, Roger Calendar. How you doing today, sir? Not too bad, Kelsey. Not too bad. Yes, sir. And, and I got a special guest today. Um, I'm joined by a first-timer of the Av. He's had a decorated college football career in the CIS, including a 2005 Canada West All-Star for University of Manitoba, which he's translated into a coaching career and is currently coaching the, uh, the St. Laurent Spartans back in Montreal. Hopefully this is on his way to coaching the Alouettes one day. I don't know. I don't, I'm, just, I'm just trying to project manifest stuff for you. But uh, <laughs> please welcome Mr. <laughs> Carrie Joseph. How you doing, sir? I'm great. Thank you so much. Not man, you, 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 you're welcome. But seriously, I'm trying to manifest like the the Alouette's job for you one day. I just I just want some paraphernalia. That's all I want. I, you know. <laughs> Yo, I'm down. That's that's the goal. Hopefully, one day. Yes, yes. And tickets on the 50 yard line just for one game. Just, just gotta do it one. Gotcha. I gotcha. Yes, I appreciate that, man. But now, man, this is the the breakdown for the for the Super Bowl between my Niners. And the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm expecting it to be a, a, a hell of a game. Um, but before we even get to that, though, um, you know, me and Roger last week, we, we did our, I guess we, we broke down the our picks for our award winners. Um, so we, we went halfway through our list. So I know you weren't you weren't on the episode last week, uh, Carrie, but um, but we still have to do our offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, and the MVP because the uh, the NFL Honor Awards is coming up on Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl. Um, Got you. Yeah, man. So um, seeing that you're the first time guest, you know, I want to be hospitable to you. Um, <laughs> we, we, we can start that off a little bit um, with the defensive player of the year. Who's your who's your selection? Me personally, I would go with Miles Garrett. Okay, okay, okay. When reason being, like, what, what's, what do, you, what do you? Just dominant force. You know, they they had tons of injuries. Yeah. Offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball, and that defense was still top five. You can't double team him. They move him around. He's just he's just just a disruptive force. Um, the pressures. Um, defending the run, I just think he's all around defense end. I think he might be the best defense end, defense end in the league. Yeah, the funny thing is with this year, it's like the finalists for the defensive player of the year. I'm trying to pull it up right now. You you can't really go wrong with anybody, really. To be honest, like it's it's a really strong category because uh, between Micah Parsons, Garrett, T.J. Watt, Max Crosby, and uh, Deron Bland, like. You could kind of go either way with either one of those five guys, and nobody's going to be mad. Absolutely. I think it's pretty tight. I, I, you know what? For the longest time, I was on the Duran, Duran Bland bandwagon to have five pick sixes in a year. It's crazy. Know. That's, it's dumb. It is crazy, but I just felt like he fell off near the end of the season. Mm. I, I also feel that that actually corresponds with the whole <laughs> the whole um, – the whole Cowboys defense kind of, I don't know, it almost as if they kind of took their foot off the wheel, so to speak. Um, so I actually agree with you on that one. I mean, still, five pick sixes is just, that's, it's insane. It's crazy, man. That's like, like it's, Deion Sanders land. It yeah. really is. It's Deion Sanders level. And then that's one of the reasons why I like Bland, too. Um, I also love Miles Garrett. 
I think he's fantastic. I mean, he was really a game changer this year as well. So, I mean, I don't really feel like anybody actually stood out when you look at all the yeah. defensive players. And I feel like it's almost similar to the offense to um, the offensive player of the year award too, because you have some really strong candidates, but I don't feel like anybody really like stood out amongst everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically who you like. Yeah. 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 So, so Bland was your guy, Raj? It was my guy, man. Like okay. I mean, listen, I'm I was a former DB, uh, DB running back, and five pick sixes is insane. Like it's, it is hard to do. It's hard to get like one for the year. It's hard to, five. Yeah. If you get it's, one, it's hard to get five picks. Period. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But five pick sixes, that's just unheard of. That's like, you know, yeah, that is like Deion Sanders level. It is. It's it is insane. Yeah. Daryl Green type stuff like that that you can't even throw on that side of the field after a while type of vibe going on. Like, that's what it seems like. Uh, yeah, it's funny. That was uh, I feel like you're cheating off my paper again, Roger. You you need to stop hacking my house. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I cause I went with Bland as well. Because I'm like yo nine picks in total too. When I'm looking Crazy at that, I'm like man, like yeah, you, that that kind of stands out. When you can get five five pick sixes in a year, I'm like. You said in the record, I'm like uh, that to me kind of gives it the edge, but I hear what you're saying, Carrie, though, because he, it it did kind of slow down a little bit, but but man, like that, and especially too because because um, Diggs went down too, so like he kind of I want to say he replaced Diggs, but man, when Diggs comes well, he back, he became next the year, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, man. he stepped in. He stepped in he beautifully. Stepped in. So I'm like, so I'm like, when Diggs comes back, if he's healthy, man, they're gonna have a hell of a like quarterbacks gonna have a hell of a time throwing that ball. Next yeah, and even if they and if they keep uh, Gilmore as well. Oh yeah, that's uh, pretty serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and 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 it's funny because I almost went with Michael Parsons. I almost went with his teammate because like he's probably like one of the most disruptive linebackers probably since I want to say since Patrick Willis. Correct me if I'm wrong. There could be somebody else I'm not thinking of right now, but like Patrick Willis kind of comes to mind in terms of a linebacker just being completely disruptive and. And Micah Parsons. Yeah, they're just different. They're different styles. No, for so. sure, for sure. I'm not saying he reminds yeah. me. I'm just saying, like, just being in terms of really being really disruptive. But yeah, yeah I mean, he's he's a freak of nature. Yeah, but he, he's a he's another one I could say honestly. I I don't know. He started off. I felt like he started off really, really hot. He did. And then I don't know. I just found towards the end, especially in the playoffs, I almost feel like he disappeared. Um, he kind of faded into the background when you. When the fact of the matter is, you know, big time players are supposed to play in the biggest and the brightest lights. I didn't feel like he really stood out towards the end. I found that his success was more towards like the the beginning and the middle, and then when they started um, when they started going through the adversity, you know, they got beat by certain teams. Mm-hmm. I found that he kind of faded away a little bit, and that's the only reason why I didn't put him on top because, right. you know, he's yeah he's phenomenal in itself too, but. I don't know. Maybe it was a switch. They then they switched him from. Uh, they switched him from. They moved him away from di- uh, defensive line and they moved him back to linebacker. There was some sort of switch. Yeah, at the, at the end right? of the year, they did. Yeah. That was at the but end of the year, right? A lot of a lot at the end of the year. That's when they started to play a lot of the good teams. Yes, mm. the Buffalo. And, yeah, all the teams bit. above five hundred. Yeah, and they had issues. It's true. Yep. Which further emphasizes just how monumental that collapse was against Green Bay. I mean, that defense was top five. 
So for them to, I I can't stop harping on that. They gave up forty eight points, forty. They almost gave up fifty points. Like how is that possible as a top five defense? That's why I'm like when people were, were, were harping on on Dak, I'm like, man, you can't put this on Dak alone, man. Like this is you you no. gave up forty eight no. points. Like no. yeah, but it's the it's the style of defense they play. They have to be because they play with one less linebacker. They play with an extra defensive back. Yeah. They they need to get up on teams, and then they can pass rush and they can play coverage, and that's when they're elite. Right. You if you notice the teams that they had trouble against are teams that are going to run the ball and smash you in your mouth. Mm. When you have a DB out there playing linebacker, that's what happened. Yeah. And they never adjust. They didn't. They never made any adjustments. They didn't say, "Hey, Green Bay's running the ball on us. Let's um, let's substitute a linebacker in here." Add another D lineman in here. Maybe play a fifty front just to to stop the bleeding. Right. Any team that played physical downhill running gave them problems. Yeah, I, I think they felt that that regardless of whatever style of offense they were going against, they would have the upper hand just simply because of the talent that they had on the defense. I honestly truly believe that they made no they made no adjustments whatsoever. They just said, you know what, our guys are better than your guys, and we're going to win. Right. And then next, you know, third quarter, they're down by whatever, 20 points, 21 points. And by then it was way too late. Um, and they were just trying to play catch up. And I feel like they almost they almost freaked out a little bit, realizing that they were down by as much as they were. And yeah, I mean, Dallas. <laughs> yeah, Dallas. Shout, yep. shout, shout out to Mike McCarthy for the lack of game adjustments. Like he's just <laughs> Hall of Fame, Mike. Hall of Fame, lack of a, a lack of adjustment, man. I, I'm telling you, he's just. I don't, I don't understand how guys like <laughs> I, I think I was calling him last week. He's like the Doc Rivers, like the Doc Rivers of uh, of, of NFL coaches. Like the one the oh. one championship ring is carrying them forever, forever. <laughs> I laughed so hard when you made that comparison. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! <laughs> it is so true. That's crazy. Like I, like I don't understand. Like they, 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 they just keep circling these guys back into the rotation. Like I don't I don't get it. I don't it's get crazy. it. It makes no sense to me. And one and one more thing before we move to the to the offensive player of the year. I mean, what the hell were the Watt parents feeding their sons, man? Like I don't raw beef, Calvin. <laughs> is it, raw, is it venison? Meat. What is it? Wild wild boars? Like what are they feeding these guys, man? Like this, yo Watt. Te- I mean, it's funny. Like I we focus so much on JJ Watt's career. At least I did. It's like. Uh, not to say I didn't take TJ Watt's career series because I know he's he's that dude too, but man, when I looked at the stats this year, I'm like, how the, like how the hell is that possible? Has has there ever been a situation where you had two sons that not just made the league, but two sons that were both like at the top of their profession, both, both both defensive player of the years, and I mean, and and there's a chance he might get a second. They might they might have a combination of between the two of them five defensive player of the years. It, like it's especially amazing. if he gets that this week, and I'm like, where were they feeding these kids? <laughs> and the younger brothers in the league too, playing fullback. I know, wow. I know, and he's good too. He's yeah, good too. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. that's that's craziness. Um, Some families are just blessed, man. Yeah, it see, seems so. Um, mm-hmm. Offensive player of the year. I guess I will start with you, Raj. Who was your guy? Who was your selection? And let me before you read it, I'll uh, I'll go over this. Um, 
the categories of the players just to say. So it's Tyreek Hill. It's pretty much like the MVP almost, give or take one person. But Tyreek Hill, Lamar Jackson, CeeDee Lamb, Christian McCaffrey, and Dak Prescott. Out of those five, who was your offensive player of the year? I almost feel like, once again, there's just so many players that have been playing on such a high level. You know, you got C.D. Lamb, who basically just completely balled out this year. Tyreek Hill, he played phenomenal as well. Um, you know, and then there's my pick, which is Christian McCaffrey. Like, I mean, how could I not pick this guy? If he's not the MVP, he has to be the Offensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. His stats are just insane. Like, I mean, he had 14, 1,459 yards on the ground. He's averaging 5.4 yards a tote. 14 TDs, and then in the air, 564 yards and 7 TDs. Like, he's had a total of 21 touchdowns in one year. And this guy was doing everything, man. I mean, he's absolutely crazy. Um, you know, I like those other players too, but I think out of everybody, I'd have to give it to him. Um, you know, I consider him for MVP, but, you know, we all know that MVP awards tend to go to the quarterback, regardless of how much we love other players. It tends to go to the quarterback, so um, I like Christian McCaffrey. Okay, I mean I'm a Niners guy, so you know I'm not gonna argue with that. Um, <laughs> who, who's your Who's your pick, um, Kerry? Agree. It's it's uh, it's CMC man. He's okay. the best running back in the league. He's the best uh, weapon in the league. He can probably start at receiver if he wanted to for more than half the teams yeah. in the league. Um, you know he just. He could do it all. He could run inside. He could run outside. You could split him out, throw the ball to him. I was leaning towards Tyree Hill if he would have got closer to that breaking that record right. for the yardage because he was on pace. He was. And he got if hurt. he didn't get hurt, yeah. If he didn't get hurt, he probably would have broke it. And if he broke it, I probably would have leaned his way. Yeah. Because that's just insane. What you know? I mean, over two thousand yards receiving, man. That's crazy. Um, has it been done before, but, or, is it, or is it just a like did, did Calvin Johnson do that, or or or, or uh, d- nobody do that? I, I think anybody's done it. Nobody's done it. Calvin right? Johnson got close though. He I got think really he was, like, close. Nineteen. He yeah. got nineteen something like nineteen sixty nine or something like okay, that. Okay, that's yeah. what I thought. I thought Calvin Johnson might have got it, or he was really close. Like, okay, close. Yeah. It's interesting, man, because I actually went with Tyreek Hill for for offensive player of the year for a lot of the reasons that you just mentioned, but like. He, he's you look back, man, he's got one of the more incredible stories that you see for like a professional athlete, because the man started off as a, as a kickoff returner. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Like a kickoff returner and punt returner. And the man utilized his abilities to learn the entire wide receiver route tree. And now, like, you can literally put him anywhere on the field. And he's going to dominate like this. The speed that that guy has normally to me, when you see a guy that fast, Normally, like, and they try to put them at receiver. They can only make them like you know go on the outs. I'm not being technical here, but they're they're only running like the goal routes most of the time. They they don't have yeah. the skills to to go inside and run all these routes and stuff. And the way he's kind of like broke himself down to be able to 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 master a lot. Of, at least I'm not saying he's mastered the route tree completely, but to to get to a lot of it, to me, I'm like, it's really impressive. He's the MVP of the Dolphins because like I like Tua, but. Man, Tyreek saved two on so much of those un, on like the un, underthrown passes. Like, I I wonder how he much did. greater his stats would be if like he was playing with with Justin Herbert or 
or shit, even even Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, but he did he did play with Patrick Mahomes, he and he did. never did anything like this. Like that is true too. Yeah. We have to we have to give credit to the work. Credit credit to the work, but also in football, scheme makes such a difference. Yeah. You know, McDaniel, uh, whatever, um, yeah, Mike, was it Mike? Mike McDaniels, yeah. McDaniels, the way they used him, like, like you said, they, they used him, they moved him around, yeah. they found mismatches, they got him motioning, you know, s- sprinting to the line, like, it's almost like it's the CFL, like, how are you supposed to stop that guy? It's, <laughs> and it's the, it's the world-class speed with yeah. the, with the world-class quicks. The in and out, how he can look like he's running full speed and shut it down on a dime. Yeah. And the thing that I'm impressed with is that he goes up and catches the ball. I know. He he ain't just a speed guy, like, throw me a fade and I'll run under it, man. He's mossing dudes. Yeah. 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 He's He's, he's an all around receiver. All around. Which is funny. He's he's like. Um, mm-hmm. Like Antonio Brown, like remember Antonio Brown was like that, where like yeah, he would just be yeah. j- like catching all these high pa- high passes. I'm like, how is he doing this? He's like five ten. And, and it's funny because I remember when he was first drafted, the whole thing was everybody they knew how fast he was, but everybody spoke about his his long speed, right? Right. And he was basically a long ball guy. Nobody nobody thought that he could run routes. Nobody thought he could you know take jet sweeps and so on. And it's like. He went to um, the Chiefs, and oh, the Chiefs just, they schemed them open. And it's the same thing that McDaniels is doing. They find mismatches, which, what, which is what Kerry said, and they find ways to get him the ball in his hands. If he's not catching the ball, he's doing jet sweeps, um, he's running short routes, he's running, like, go routes. He does everything on that team. And I don't understand why more, more teams don't do things along those lines in order yeah. to get their, you know, their um, their stud their studs open. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. And he, lucky for him, he went from one good scheme into another good scheme. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Just watching him go off now is pretty insane. Yeah, and it's funny on top of that too. Like, I think Carrie was kind of mentioned this a little bit, but like you wondered how good he was going to be without Mahomes. You know, and and, and even on both sides, you kind of wonder how good they were going to be because, like, once he left, and it was kind of surprising when he did leave, and he understood it because, you know, in NFL, like, contracts aren't guaranteed. You know, especially if you're receiving some of these skill level guys, you got to take that money. And, and with him too, he won, right? Like, it's not like he didn't win a ring; he won a ring with Kansas City. So, you know, it's like now it's time to get paid, like, really get paid. Yeah, they they couldn't pay everybody. Yeah, so so you you understood it. But you're wondering, like, if, like, in Miami, especially at that time, too, you just you just weren't sure what was going to happen, right? You're just like, well, is he going to be the same? Because you know how it goes. Like, you can have that magic with that quarterback. It doesn't mean that you're going to have that magic with with uh, with somebody else. Like, we've seen Randy Moss go through that after he left Minnesota, and he was in Oakland, and you were like, man, man, I guess Randy Moss is done until he got to New England, right? So it's, true. so it's like you just don't know. So to to see him the way he's thriving without, like without Kansas City, and, and I mean in Kansas City still thriving without him too, but just the way to see like how that both worked out for the both sides is it's kind of crazy. But what but, but Tyreek especially because let's face it, like Tua especially coming off the injuries he was coming off of, we did, we had no idea how he was gonna be. 
especially with Tyreek and shit, it's worked. It's worked. Yeah, yeah so true. You know, it's, it's it's definitely you know what it's like. It's it's kind of like <laughs> it's it's kind of like you know when you're at an R and B group and the guy leaves the group and goes solo, and you, you're not <laughs> you're not sure how he's gonna be. He ends up going double platinum. It's it's like Bobby Brown leaving Brown? the audition. He's Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Bobby Brown leaving the new edition. edition, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, and you're like, true. girl, you're like, girlfriend's nice, and then all of a sudden, don't be cruel. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Triple platinum, <laughs> my, my, million, million records sold. Yeah, yeah. That that that's Tyreek Hill, right? Tyreek Hill's on his Bobby Brown. That's that's what he's doing right now. <laughs> Just going double platinum. It's crazy. No doubt, no doubt. All right, so the I guess the last but not least, we got the MVP. Um, Everybody that I mentioned for the offensive player of the year, subtract um, – who is it? Sorry, subtract uh, Josh Allen for C.D. Lamb. Oh, no, no. Actually, I have that wrong. So it was Josh Allen, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy, and Dak Prescott. Um, so with that said, uh, I guess we'll go back to Kerry. Who's your MVP this year? For the playoffs, I was going to say Lamar Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and after the playoffs? <laughs> after the playoffs. <laughs> no, not so like much. That, that hurt me, man. I Watching dis- that game, I it hurt disagree. me. Man. It killed me, man. It absolutely killed me. It absolutely killed me watching that game, honestly. I was so angry. I think I'm still angry right now. Two weeks later, I'm still angry, guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was maddening. Yeah, 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 yeah. It it was it was truly bothersome. I, I I won't lie to you though. I was mad too. I love I love Lamar, yeah. man. I you know I I was I was mad at that too. It was like watching a different player. That's what it was. It was like it replaced Lamar Jackson with uh, I don't know um, I don't know who's a who's a quarterback that could run but really can't pass the ball. Um, Marcus Mariota. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Making sacks like holding the ball too long. It was like, who is this guy? He hasn't done this all year. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, it's like he doesn't want to run the ball. He's taking strip sacks and all sorts of shit. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, but man, like, run the ball. Play calling matters. Yeah, absolutely. 1,000%. What the hell were they thinking? They're the number one rushing team in the league, and they handed the ball off seven times. It's insane. Like, I don't even understand that. But it's that. like they do it every year, though. Every year, it's like, yo, you know what? Everybody thinks we're going to run the ball. We're going to come out here and throw it. <laughs> it's like, it's exactly. like, nah, man. Nah, 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 nah. Exactly. Gotta, I, the thing about running the ball, it's a mentality. Right. Mm. It doesn't matter if they know you're going to run the ball. You run the ball anyway because that's how exactly. you, you impose your will on somebody. Yeah. yeah. And you, you can't run away from that. And they run away from it every postseason. It's psychological. That's what it is. Oh man, it's, it's completely it's psychological. Overthinking it. It's yeah. overthinking it, man. It doesn't have to be that complicated. Even if do it's not you working, do. you still you still run the rock. Yeah, you, you need pound balance. them and pound them and you pound them. And yeah. you do that for a reason. By third, fourth quarter, yo, those DBs don't want to hit anymore. Those linebackers are tired. The D linemen are tired of chasing after your guys. Like it's it's a whole mentality and I just 
I don't understand how you have the number one run running offense in the league, and then you wait until you get to the playoffs to decide that you're not going to run anymore, that you're going to be a passing team all of a sudden? The, the championship game, too, at home. Oh, damn. With, with the crowd with you, and it's raining. What and, the hell? And it's Dude, raining. It's like it was made for that. <laughs> like, made for that. to run. Exactly. Freezing cold outside, raining outside. And Bro, you guys they, decide they, you're going to pass the ball. Like, I don't they get ran, it. That's the number one, number one pass defense, too. Like, really? Come on, man. Yeah, they ran, guys, they ran. They ran. Did you guys watch the Buffalo game the week before? Did you see Cook run all over them, up and down nope. the fucking? Come on, man! Come on! I, I know, I know you, you, you vented there for, uh, for, for Lamar. Right. I did. With, I, I, I would, I would, I would pick Lamar. Um, still, I'm not going to let that change my mind, but I don't okay. feel good about it. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I I get you. I get you. I I, I understand that. Uh, Roger, who's your who's your guy? Uh, yeah, I have to go with Lamar too, man. Okay. I have to go with Lamar. I mean, just because when I look at the all the other options, it's like, you know, you got Josh Allen. Um, he had probably almost the worst start of the year of any of the quarterbacks. Yeah, he was terrible. This guy was throwing picks like it was like I don't know, going out of style. He looked like the old. He looked like the old Josh Allen before he actually got um, Stephon Diggs. Before he actually, yeah, Stephon Diggs. Like he was throwing picks like crazy. I feel like towards the end of the season they put it together when he had to win six in a row in order to get in the playoffs. Mm. Then I can understand like he played a lot better then, obviously, but he was still throwing picks. But I mean, they were still winning, so nobody really cares. I'm actually surprised um, he's on this list. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm you know what? Uh, yeah, it's. It's hard His to say somebody who plays so terrible. His stats were good. Except for the picks. Yeah. 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 The picks were bad. He led the league in touchdowns. That's true. That's true. True. Yeah. Rushing and true. passing. True. True. All, all true. 100%. Um, Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, we spoke about him already. I loved him. Uh, Dak Prescott. I mean, he was in the running for, like, what, the first half of the, the season. And then they just had those colossal, colossal breakdowns, like colossal losses. I thought the Buffalo um, game did him in, actually. Yeah, I think Buffalo broke him, to be honest yeah. with you. That Buffalo defense, after that, it was just like, it seemed like they couldn't win against good teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Brock Purdy. I like Brock. I mean, I like Brock Purdy. I do like him. I don't think he's an MVP because I still think that I don't know if he's the most valuable player on the team. Let's just say that. Yeah. You know, you you have a team with he's Christian not. McCaffrey. You have a team with Trent um, Trent Brown. Trent like Williams, you got Williams, all I mean. these. Yeah, you got all these all stars on your team, man. It's like I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, is he gonna step up or you know is he automatically gonna start freaking out like he did when one of the earlier games when they get down? Um, but if I had to give it to anybody, I'd give it to Lamar Jackson. I mean. Aside from being grossly disappointed in the playoffs, um, he still had a really good year. I mean, what, he had 3,600 yards, 24 touchdowns um, in the air, seven interceptions. Um, I think he had another, probably another eight TDs on the ground. Like, he played really, really well during the season. Um, unfortunately, it just doesn't seem to carry over into the playoffs for some strange reason, which, you know, I can't understand. But anyways... Yeah, it's it's funny. Listen, I'm not gonna argue with Lamar Jackson. Um, 
you know, I, I'm like I'm like Dave Chappelle with the black actors. I love my black QBs, man. So <laughs> when they're succeeding, I'm good. I'm good when they're succeeding, man. So you know, if he if he gets a second one, believe me, I, I'm not gonna be mad. But Roger knows that because we've been having on offline conversations. I I, I would say I'm probably like thirty percent bias, but I'm I, I'm to me I'm going with McCaffrey because to me I'm like. And I know the QB, the the QBs are the ones that normally get these MVPs. But I, to me, I thought consistently from the beginning of the year to the end, I thought he was the best player. Like he didn't really have too many lulls and stretches, other than that three game losing streak. And he was still good in that stretch. You know what I mean? I would say it was more, it was more like Purdy that wasn't having a great game. But like I thought from the from the very beginning of the season when they played Pittsburgh until the very end. <laughs> And even the playoffs too, but like I know you can't count the playoffs, but I, I thought like consistently he was he was the best. And I know you guys have you know mentioned all the stats, so I, I won't I won't sit here and repeat it. But like you know, it's um, best player on the best team in the league offensively was um, obviously a complete game changer in an offense full of game changers. And that guy averaged you know look at the stats he averaged over a TD a game right he had like. 21 TDs between between rushing and receiving and you got to count from all over the field man like through and, and the thing is with the Niners too right like throughout history they've they've had some great like great multi-purpose backs from like Roger Craig and you know Ricky Waters to you know like out you know out uh, Frank Gore and you could even throw like guys like Garrison Hurst and people like that like but it's hard for me to admit that he was as great as somebody like Roger Craig Right, because I mean, I'm I'm a diehard Roger Craig fan. Um, he's better, yeah. I'm, I'm, but man, like he's if he he had like a one A season because there's a season where Roger Craig I had to look this up where I mean he had over two two thousand yards from scrimmage. He had a thousand yards receiving and rushing in the same season. I'm like, man, I I can't put him ahead of that. But man, it's it's like it's pretty close, man. Like he he's he was. You know what's kind of similar to? I don't know. I'm not comparing styles because I, I don't want to compare him to this guy in terms of styles because he's one of my favorite running backs as well that, that didn't play for the Niners. But it's kind of the impact he's had this year in his first full season with the Niners is kind of similar to like um, throwing it back a little bit to like uh, Marshall Falk when he first got to St. Louis. And and it's just, no, they're the they're they're exactly the same. Okay, that's okay. That's stylistically that's what okay. the, Christian McCaffrey is just another Marshall Falk. Yeah, okay. Marshall Falk could have started as a receiver in that yeah. league. You're for right. Sure. You're right. You're right. He did everything. He did everything. He did everything. He did yeah, everything. he blocked. He caught the ball well. He did everything well. He was incredible. And because of the whole Me Too stuff, like you don't hear about him anymore. But, but man, like that guy was an incredible, incredible, super knowledgeable football football mind. You know what I mean? Like, and you could see, like when he when he was an analyst, you understood just from listening to him. You understood how he was such a great player. Because it's him like, on NFL Network. Yeah, like he was, he was so knowledgeable. Like you understood, he like okay, I get why you were so great on the field. Like, and to me, that's kind of McCaffrey. Like it's just you have a you have a MVP QB in your backfield, and you're probably better than him right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like 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 Warner, as great as Warner was, it was like they don't get to that Super Bowl without without Falk, man. Like Falk did just did way too much, and it's it's kind of similar in that sense. You know what I mean? So. Like that's what I said. It's thirty percent bias. I know I'm the Niners guy, but honestly, like just watching them the whole year, I'm like consistently to me. I thought from beginning to end, I thought he was the most consistent player. 
out of like should, the five he should win it. I just I I had him as the offensive player, so I couldn't double up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he should he should be the MVP yeah. for sure. And didn't he have like 14, 13 games with a touchdown consecutive yeah. or yep. something? Like yep. I think it was like sixteen or something like that. Yeah, sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, 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 he's yeah, no, no. He he definitely he played amazing this year, one hundred percent. Only reason I would go with Lamar a little bit more is because I feel like. If I feel like there was several games um, this year that if Lamar wasn't Lamar, I don't think that they would have won. Um, and Lamar Jackson, like, I mean, he does everything. He uses his legs. He went with his arms. Um, they went with a totally different approach this year. It was a completely different offense they were running, new offensive coordinator. Um yeah, that's the only reason why I'd give it to Lamar. I feel like he really he earned it this year. I felt like he earned it. Yeah, and like I said, Roger, if he ends up holding the trophy on Saturday night, I'm not gonna be mad. Like I won't, mm-hmm. I won't be there. Like, oh, that's bullshit. Like, no, I'll be happy that he wins it too. But I just thought, like, just I just thought McCaffrey from beginning to end was just that's why I didn't choose him for I'm offensive not- player of the year because I'm like, I to me, I I thought he was the MVP of the league. That, it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think and like and even for the rest of them, like Purdy was great, but like I said, incredible, incredible game manager. I but I, I you know and I, and I have some questions like to ask you guys about him afterwards, but like you know I thought he was an incredible game manager. He did a great job, you know what I mean. But I'm like I don't know if I'm making the MVP of the league when he's not even the best player on his own team. And, exactly, right? That's a problem. Yeah, and then and then Dak, like I said, I thought Dak probably could have had it if it wasn't like once that Buffalo game happened. It's like they, you couldn't give that to him after that. You know, and and like I said, Josh Allen to me, like yeah, he he, he started off so shaky the beginning. I, I I can't give that to him either. And and like I said, yeah, I think Lamar. I think it's between him and Lamar. I think it's between. Yeah, but him Josh had led the league in inter- turnovers, man. Yeah. Like oh yeah, you can't you can't ignore that. You can't, I agree. You can't ignore that, man. It's like it's like the um, it's like the the running version of Brett Favre, basically, right? Like. Nope. <laughs> Yeah, and I, and I'm I'm convinced that's part part of the reason why he didn't throw as much as he did towards the end of the season, as he did during the beginning. Yeah, he I ran mean, that's more. When yeah, he ran more. Exactly. They started running the ball a lot more, and he started running the ball a lot more too. Um, you know, you could you could tell by Diggs, his numbers pretty much took a nosedive mm. within the last like eight games of the year. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, they weren't using as him as much. He was more of a decoy than anything else. Um, and the tight ends were kind of stepping up as well, too. But, you know, he wasn't throwing as much as he usually has in the past couple of years. So, and that's what I was saying before. I, I can't see Diggs coming back. I'll be shocked if he's if he's in a Buffalo uniform next year. I can't see him coming he's back. He's out, man. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, I thought he was checked out from last year when he yeah, yeah. when he put up that big fuss towards the end of um, when they got knocked out of the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be the end of him this year. Oh, he's definitely gone. Yeah, he ain't coming back to that. No, no way. He ain't coming back to that. Diva. How 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 much longer do you guys think the the Chiefs' reign's going to last? Like, do you think this could be it, or do you think this is going to go on for no, at least a couple more years? It's going to go on for a while, man. Yeah? Yeah. They have the I, best player in football. I think with the addition of Rashi Rice, you know what? If it, if it wasn't for Rashi Rice kind of stepping up, um, halfway through the season, even towards the end of the season, I kind of felt like I felt like Kelsey was almost checked out, sort of. 
Um, he seemed to be dropping a lot of passes. He um, was. Half the time, he didn't, to me anyways, he didn't even look like he wanted to be there, to be honest with you. Um, I felt that once Chelsea, once Kelsey left, um, I felt that Mahomes would probably have a very difficult time picking up without him. Um, because, you know, his his brother retired. He looks like he might play another year, maybe two years tops. You know, the injuries have kind of caught up with him and yeah. so on. Um, but then to see the emergence of Rashid Rice, I felt like, okay, there's another guy that's going to be stepping up. And he's a rookie, so, you know, he's just starting out. He's going to be there at least for another, probably at least another four, five, six years. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't see Mahomes slowing down. They're always going to be competing. They're always probably going to be in the, the championship, the AFC championship yeah. game. And I'm not saying they're going to get to the Super Bowl every year because there's still Burrow, there's still Josh Allen, there's yeah. still Lamar. They'll get other cracks to dethrone him, but they're going to be, as long as Mahomes is there and Andy Reid's there, the, you know, they're in terms of their their drafting, people, yeah. receivers are always going to want to play with this dude. Yeah. Like, sure. they're... You know that you think you think they're gonna go another year with uh, subpar receiving group. Guaranteed next year they're gonna trade for a guy. There's tons of receivers who are who are gonna take a pay cut to play with Mahomes. Yeah, Mike Evans. Yeah, right. Mm. Oh, for sure, for sure. Diggs, I think the, maybe <laughs> like, absolutely Diggs, possibly. Yeah, I think probably the bigger the bigger question would be how long, how much longer is Andy Reid gonna coach for? That's, yep. that's, I mean, that's the million-dollar question right there to me. That's 65 years old. You know, he's been around the league Since for the 80s, a long, long yeah. time. Since, I think he started well, off with the Niners back in the day, right? Is, is, or, or, is it, or is it Green Bay? It's, it's well over 30 it's Green years. Green Bay. It's Green Bay, okay. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, the offensive line coach, I believe. Right. right. And, then he, uh, and then he was the head coach for the Philly for right. a long time. Yep, yep, yep. He's been a, he's definitely been around. So I mean, I don't know. He might he might retire before all of them. To, before but Kelsey this is does. the thing. This is the thing. When you have a quarterback like Mahomes, you feel younger than you usually are. <laughs> that is true. That is true. He I, does make things easy. I wonder. There's less stress. I wonder if the the window is coming close for this version of this team, not not in general, because to your point, because of Mahomes. And he's like 27, 28 years old. That window is stretched. But I think, like, I think Kelsey is, uh, yeah, I would say he could probably, the way he's playing now, like, yeah, he could he could probably play another two years. You know, the, the whole celebrity dating stuff, is that going to affect the way his mindset now? Because he's won a few rings and he's going to be a surefire Hall of Famer. Is he, is he going to take his foot off the gas a little bit? We'll no, see. No, because he wants, he wants to be the greatest ever. Mm. See, and but, look at their team. The thing. Look at their this, team, though. It's not like it's an old team. That defense true. is young. Yeah. It's one of the youngest defenses in the league. It's just Kelsey's yeah. older. So, so let me ask you. So, let me ask you this, Kerry. What stops him from being the best already? I mean, aside from like, I feel like he surpassed Gronk. Um, statistically, I feel like he has better stats. Um, you know, he's going on what this is going to be. If they win the Super Bowl, this is going to be his, I think third. it's his third Super Bowl, yeah, right? Third. The only, the only person he would actually surpass was, um, let me see, who would, who would it be? Um, are, are we talking about Kelsey right now? or Mahomes? We're talking about Kelsey. Kelsey. We're talking about Kelsey. Um, cause you, you were think saying, he surpassed you, Gronk by, right now? I do. 
I do. I think statistically, yeah, especially this year. He has the most play he has the most touchdowns, playoff touchdowns. He just passed Jerry Rice for the most touchdowns in the in the postseason. And that's with him and Mahomes. Yeah, that's a hard call, man. I don't know. That's a, that's a good I just a good I would argument. just I would just call, I'm I'm not going to argue because I think you could definitely Kelsey's definitely in the conversation at, to be the greatest tight end ever. We can't discount Gronk's blocking as a tight end yeah. because he's probably the only tight end in history that they would let him take on defensive ends by himself, defensive tackles by himself, and actually be a dominant in the run game and be a threat as a receiver. Him and him and Kelsey's Kittis. probably the greatest receivering tight end ever. I agree all you. around tight end, you, you got to take all of it in. No, I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. Nobody tops Gronk with that, and I'm a Gronk guy too. But, um, so let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this on top sure. of your question, then, Raj, like. Because I, I know for years, like, everybody's been like, Kelsey's the best by, I wouldn't say by far, but like, Kelsey's the best. And to me, again, maybe this, I'm showing my bias here, but I'm like, this is why, to, to your Gronk point, this is why I like Kittle so much, too. Because he's, like, the best for years, well, especially since Gronk is retired, he's been the best, like, blocking tight end in the league on <laughs> top of the receiving skills, right? Like, he doesn't, like, the difference between him and, and Kelsey, to me, honestly, is, like, he he'll go a game where he, maybe he'll catch two passes every now and again, and he'll be cool as long as he's blocking the shit out of people. Like if if there's a game where they're running guys to death, he's he's cool. Like he's cool. You know what I mean? Like, but but he's I feel, the best blocking tight end in the yeah, league right now, for sure, a hundred percent. But I feel like he can also get the like I, I would say Kelsey's probably better, but I don't think it's by a lot in terms of even like receiving skills. Like he's he's really good, but it's just. To me, like that's where they're different. He doesn't run routes like Kelsey. Listen, you're not going to get an argument from me. You're yeah. not going to get. If I say that Kelsey's, uh, okay, I feel like Kelsey is probably. I feel that Kelsey is a better catching uh, catching tight end. Yeah, we'll I feel like almost it's like having another receiver there on yeah. the field, but when it comes to the overall tight end, in terms of like when you factor in the blocking yeah. and everything else, the full job. Of I him, would. Yeah. Full job, I would definitely give it to Gronk because Gronk did everything. I mean, I agree with you. There were some games where he only caught three passes, but then they'd have two hundred ground, two hundred yards on the ground, right. and mainly it's because it's like he they had another old lineman there. He took on linebackers, he took on defensive linemen, yeah. and he took a lot of pride in that. And plus, he could catch the ball like he was phenomenal. Um, but Kelsey, he was, I mean, a, he was a he was a like a. A mismatch nightmare, man. He's six six, two hundred eighty pound tight end that can run down the seam. He's a big dude, mm. man. Who are you who are you gonna put on him? A DB too small. You're gonna put a linebacker too slow. Yeah, I agree with you. And that was always the miss. That was always the problem with Gronk. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Nobody knew what to do with him, so they just basically tried to bang him up as much as possible. That's right. Yeah, the injuries took a toll. I, I still remember what I think when um. He had did an interview because I remember he, he took the year off where he was like he he's like he had to physically take the year off before he went to Tampa to join uh, Tom. But I remember he had he to was, heal. Yeah, he had to heal. He was like he, he said he said after the Super Bowl when they won, I think when they played the Rams, he said he was he was taking injections and needles. He said he was balling, like he was in so, he was in so much pain. I'm like I'm like yo, that's crazy. He would but, never get the calls too because 
He's so big and strong. You know, he's, yeah. just so, he's just so big and so, so strong. The hits that other people would take that would probably knock him out of the game, mm-hmm. he would take them. And, you know, to everybody, it looks like it didn't hurt him. But next thing you know, he's got these knee injuries. He's getting yep. a surgery on his neck and a surgery yep. on his back. And, yep. like, it was like Andrew Luck all over again. I mean, Andrew Luck was a phenomenal quarterback. But after a while, he just he retired. He just said, I got tired of every season, at the end of every season, every offseason, rehabbing. And that's all he would end up doing. Yeah. This surgery, that surgery, this surgery, this. He's like, I couldn't even enjoy my off seasons yeah. because I was just constantly trying to rehab my body in order to get ready for the next season. I feel like Gronk is almost like that, where it's like he had some seasons where he would, he would go – you know, 15, 16 games, no problem. But then other seasons where he would just, he'd be injured for three quarters of it. He'd come back during the playoffs, dominate. And then the off season, he's having some sort of surgery again. And I mean, and shout out to some of the, the old school, like tight ends that we grew up on, like Shannon Sharp. And I know it's like, it's like Shannon Sharp is so big Dallas. in the media right now. It's like, we, we don't, we forget he was, a uh, he was that dude on the field. Him, uh, Gonzalez, uh, Antonio Gates, like these guys really did their thing too. You know what I mean? So Antonio Gates was my favorite. Yeah, he was a bad boy, man. He was a, kid, and, to, yeah. and to think that he he played, he didn't even play college football, man. I know. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yo, he, he, he was a basketball he, player, wasn't he? Yeah. Yep. He played at Kent State. Yeah. Played yeah. At Kent State. He was a strong forward. Learned, uh, learned all his plays by playing Madden. That's so wild. That's crazy. So, okay, so for, for I guess on the Chiefs side of things, what did the Chiefs have to do to win the game? We're not doing any predictions yet, but like, what do you what for for both of you guys? Like, what did the Chiefs have to do to to take control to win this game? Up, Roger. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I think what the Chiefs have to do is um, number one, I feel like they have to play really good defense. Yeah. Um, they have to throw down the run, put a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy, make sure he makes mistakes, um, you know, try to take advantage of his inexperience. Um, Offensive-wise, um, I think Patrick Mahomes needs to do what Patrick Mahomes does, get the ball into the hands of his playmakers, Kelsey and um, and Rashi Rice, and I feel like they need to run the ball. Yeah. Um, San Francisco has a really strong defense, but they are susceptible to the run. Good like, run. we saw that earlier in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you know, their defense does have lapses from time to time, so they are vulnerable, whether it's through the air or on the ground. Um, yeah, um, I think Patrick Mahomes just has to have a Patrick Mahomes game, and then they just need to try and hold on as much as possible using that that top-ranked defense. Yeah, I, th- I think, I think uh, Pacheco, he's like a, Pacheco. I, think, I think he's like a wild card. On this team, like for the at least for this game, I think he's like a wild card. Cause I think time of possession, of course, that's like the biggest thing in football. That's going to be really important in this game, and you know who's going to win that line is always the most one of the most important things, of course. But I feel like if if he has a big game, I think that's gonna that's gonna be huge for Kansas City. Cause I'm like with with Kansas City, it's like you can see the scenario, especially if they don't win that line, you can see a scenario where. Especially with all those those guys on on the on on the defensive line, uh, for the for the Niners, you can see a scenario where it might mimic, um, hit one of his last trips to the Super Bowl a few years ago against Tampa Bay, where he's just running for his life. You know what I mean? Like if they don't get control of that line, but I think their line is healthy this year. Like other than that year, where I think I think they had some injuries on that line when they went to Tampa. 
So that line looked good though, man. That line looks really good. Yeah, it's been solid this year and in the playoffs yep. too. So everybody's healthy, so it'll be. It'll they're be they're they're missing they're missing their all their their guard Tooney. He's Wait, probably he not playing. He's not playing. He's still not playing. No, no. Oh wow. wow, I didn't know that. Um, that's the guy that they got from uh, New England. Um, what's his name? Yes. Um, uh, oh my God, the guy from New England. Um, shoot, that come to me. Um, well, one thing I can say is they didn't have him. They didn't have him last week neither. No, and they, didn't. they still played pretty damn well without him. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> well, Baltimore and them left them off, let them off the hook. Yeah, that, was, that <laughs> is you, true. You hold you hold Kansas City to seventeen points. You need to win that game. Exactly. One hundred percent. Exactly. You can't Absolutely. blame the beyond that. They 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 did what they were supposed to do. Their defense, yeah, their defense balled out. They were a little shaky in the first quarter, but then after that, they were pretty damn solid. So, Carrie, who's your uh, like? What are, what are your thoughts? Like, what do the Chiefs need to do? Definitely need to to be balanced. The thing that works in their favor is that Mahomes is his passer rating against teams that play zone is super high. And what San Francisco does is play. They play zone and they rush at four. And I mean, all he has to do is just deal. If they're not gonna, if San Fran's not gonna change up what they do and play some man and double team Kelsey on third yeah. downs, I, I just don't know how they're gonna stop it unless Bosa and Ch- Chase Young have in- and Hargraves have incredible games. Yeah, I think possible. you. I think they have to. San Fran has to do stuff that they normally do not do to surprise Patrick Mahomes. If they just come out and run, you know, the 40 front with a cover three, I think they're, the Chiefs are just going to do what they do. They're going to move the ball down the field. And run, the, run all over them. And they need to run. Um, they need to run the ball. Pacheco's a beast. He's a 4-3 guy. Um, the San Francisco likes to play that wide nine. Their ends line up really, really wide. That's where Detroit was hitting them right inside of that, stretching them out and then cutting it up. Um, I think they're going to do the same type of things. So if they stay balanced, Patrick Mahomes doesn't throw any picks. They just dink and dunk and, and get points. Yeah. That's that's how they're going to be successful. Okay, so if if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl and, these, and he becomes the MVP of the game, does he officially graduate from the game manager title? We can go back to you, Carrie. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I would say so. He talk about a guy who's put in a perfect situation, perfect scheme. He's talented, and the things that he's good at is he's poised under pressure, timing, accuracy. The Chiefs have to disrupt that, right? Yeah, which. I like uh, Spagnolo, who's a DC for the Kansas City Chiefs. He brings a lot of pressures from different places. He's always been good too. Mm-hmm. Different coverages. It's it's gonna be a ta- like if he if Brock Purdy can do that to Kansas City, he will he will win. He will get his respect. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think he can he can do it. Like to me, how we bounce back in the second half. Like um, you know, against the Lions, showed me something because especially we started moving the chains with the scrambling abilities. Like when he was when he was when he started running after a while, just to move the chains, I was like, okay, 
Like this guy's, like this guy's willing to do anything to win, man. Like I, like I, I appreciate that. Like he didn't get nervous. Like to your point, like he, he stay, stayed level headed throughout the whole process, right? And nope. to me, like I think he's at this stage. I mean, when you're when you're one of the fighters for the MVP, you're pretty much one foot out the door from that title anyway. You know what I mean? But I think his maintenance of his emotions, like in the biggest game of his career, is key. And at the end of the day, like they can't do what the Ravens did, right? Like you can't you you can't worry about the perception of oh I can throw, I can run, I could do this. Just do what you're supposed to do. Whatever the game plan is, be the very best at that. Be the superhero of that role. So if the if the if, the, if it calls for you to run the ball 35 times and he throws 15 times for the game, embrace that shit. Like this ain't time. Like this is the Super Bowl now. It's not time to prove that. Yo, I got more things to my character. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Think like, that's what they have to do. Yeah. That's what they have to do. They have to run the ball. They have to they have to give CMC twenty five to thirty touches. Yep. They need to give Debo a bunch of handoffs. Yep. Like get Elijah Mitchell. Take the in pressure. There yeah, man. Take the pressure off Purdy. Because if I was Spagnolo, I'm trying to make you one dimensional. Exactly. I'm going to try to shut down the run so I force you to throw so I can get you in third and long situations and I could bring exotic blitzes or exotic coverages stuff you, like these guys have 2 weeks now. Yeah. You to prepare for you. Yep. They have a whole year they have a whole year to break down every snap that you run, all your tendencies, mm-hmm. all your plays. The, the, I mean, here it is. I hope Shanahan doesn't go that route where let, let's prove this guy's a throw. I'm going to put it on his shoulders because I think that would be a s- serious mistake. And that's how they're going to lose. If they play that game, that's how they're going to lose 100%. Yeah. Like they do, the 49ers do certain things really, really well. One of those things is run the ball. Like I feel like they run the ball really, really well and they have receivers that can do almost like do it all. Yeah. You know, they have Debo Samuels who could take handoffs. He could also be a running back. He's big enough to be a running back as well. He catches the ball well. And, He'll and go he, over the middle. And he blocks. And he blocks. Too. And he blocks. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they have Ayuk, who's their, who's their deep threat. He catches the ball amazingly, right? Um, they have George Kittle. He blocks and he catches the ball really, really well. I feel like they really need to play to their strengths, and they need to run the ball and make everything else almost secondary. Yeah. Um, you know, Kansas City, they do not do well. Their defense, um, when it comes to to stopping the run, they're not a big run stopping team. No. They're not. So that's what they have to. I feel like that's almost what they have to focus on. Um, Brock Purdy, and just to answer your question, Calvin, what you were saying about the game match or whether Brock Purdy will break through that, I feel like it depends on what Brock Purdy does. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, there's just so many different ways that can, that um, the 49ers could beat you um, that don't necessarily involve Brock Purdy. They could run the ball well. They could do their defense could step it up. They could, you know, they could possibly shut them down or keep them keep Kansas City under under 14 points. I see that happening as well. Um, can you? I can see that 100. percent I can. It's just can. will they? That's the question. Will I they? Can. Listen, man, my only issue is San Fran hasn't played well all playoffs. Let's keep it real. 
they they haven't played well. Even offensively, the first half of games they've done nothing. Yeah, they've struck. They, they, mm. we've, we've, we've gotten punched in the face in the first half of the of the two games and so far. It's true. Yeah. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit lost that game more than San Fran won it. It's like Detroit, like the clock hit midnight and they turned back. Cinderella turned back into a damn slave. <laughs> right, yeah, they well. went back to being Detroit. Detroit going Detroit, man. Like, yeah, they they I, they, I, went, I, they were they were a little too aggressive. Definitely, they were like way too know, aggressive. Green Green Bay should have won that game too. Like, I, I ju- it just it it bugs me because usually teams that are in the playoffs who get to the playoffs that's when they're playing their best football. San Francisco hasn't played their best football yet. Maybe they're saving it for the Super Bowl, but having two weeks off after not playing great, then you're playing Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Man, that's a it's a daunting task, man. That defensive line has to play out of their mind. And, and, out of their and, mind. and, and to circle back, too, because I think we were talking about this last week. I, yeah, I think, I think they got to run the ball, but mostly because – just do the opposite of 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 all the opponents that uh, Kansas played against. Um, sorry, let me rephrase that. San Francisco just, just has to do the opposite of every what everybody else did against Kansas City this year, which is run the ball. Like <laughs> I never understood. Like I said this last week, so I I didn't understand like why these teams that were playing Kansas City, all of them had to run games, good run games, and they never ran the ball properly. And mm. it, it just it just confused the hell out of me. Like last week of or two weeks ago with the Ravens, they didn't run the ball well. Buffalo, they didn't run the ball well. Miami has a good running, uh, like great running backs. They didn't really run the ball that well themselves. And plus, they didn't like the cold. But you know, it's it's like okay, this this time it's like you're you're in a controlled atmosphere. You're in a dome. You're in Vegas. Like. You're one of the best running ba- uh, running teams in the league. You, you got you know a guy that's basically could be fifty fifty for the MVP. That's the that's that's a running back. He you know like you got Debo. You got all these guys, all these different schemes. Like you know Shanahan's one of the best, like 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 um, best playmakers, not playmakers, but but best um, best coach play callers. in the league. Play callers, side. That's the word I'm looking for. Play callers in the league. I'm like show that shit, man. Just run the ball. Just just run the yep. fucking ball. That's all I want. At this stage, I'm like, just run. Just run the ball. Like, everybody's shirt should be extremely dirty that game. Just run oh. the ball. Run it. Just run it. I, I agree. I agree completely. Um, this should be I a Trent think- Williams game. Like, this game, Trent Williams should be like, I need that MVP. Like, just run the ball. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. I would love that. Giving an old tackle MVP would be great. Yeah, like, like to me, just run the ball, man. Like, like just run, like just run it. Just do the opposite of what everybody else tried to do to Kansas City. Just run. So, run, so let me ask you. So let me ask you this. So let me ask yep. you this, guys. So let me ask you this. I always felt that most of the offense for the Chiefs go through Travis Kelsey. I've watched games where Travis Kelsey has struggled against against defenses, like for instance, the Patriots, where they would double team Kelsey. Put their hands on Kelsey, make it as unbelievably uncomfortable as possible for him. Bump him off the line, put a safety behind him, bump him regardless of whether he's getting the ball, they're still bumping him. Do you think that if San Francisco does something along those lines that they have a better chance of winning? Because I've not seen any defense actually do that within the playoffs 
I've seen Baltimore. They had Hamilton, their best linebacker. He basically did allow a, um, a tight end touchdown the whole season. And they basically left him on, Kels- on Kelsey on an island, and he basically got cooked. And I, I wouldn't call that. that cooked, Roger. Stop it. Really, guy? Did you see that beautiful, touchdown? It was a beautiful throw. That was perfect coverage. What do you want okay. the guy to do? Kelsey, okay, what did how many yards did Kelsey have in that last game? He had oh, okay. over he had over a hundred yards, and they had Hamilton on him twenty four seven. And they no, took no, off of the no, that's not in true. The second that's half. not true, Roger. Stop. It's not okay. True. What do you think? Because guys? Baltimore, it's not what I think. Baltimore plays predominantly zone. When they get down to the red zone, right. So the 20 and in, that's when they start playing a little bit of man, and then that's when they put Hamilton on Kelsey. I agree with you. I would double-team Kelsey every friggin' play. Yeah. Right. Every play. What, but the defensive coordinators, coordinators in the NFL, they're stuck in their ways. Baltimore is a zone team. They play zone almost 70% of the time, mm-hmm. and Mahomes is a... He destroys zone because he makes... Underneath players, chase his eyes, and then he throws to where they leave. That's why, that's why I was saying San Fran needs to come out of their, Change what they normally it, do. They need to mix it up. They have to. And they, have to, down, they have to hide their, hide their coverage, and they have, to, they have to make a combination of man and zone, basically. Yes, yes. And double-team Kelsey on third down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make make Rasheed Rice beat you. Make Pacheco beat you. Make make uh, Kadarius Tony beat you. Like you can't let Kelsey have eleven catches for hundred twenty yards. <laughs> I agree with you. I agree with you one hundred percent. One hundred percent. New England. That's why I like New England's philosophy. Belichick's philosophy. That's my philosophy. When I played, when I coach defense, is like I'm going to make you play left handed. Yeah, right. I'm gonna take, take out. I'm gonna take away what you do best. Beat me with your left hand, and if you beat me with your left hand, I'll shake your hand and yeah, be like, "All right, you, yeah. you know what? Good, good on you." Right. I was losing it watching Baltimore because I'm like, double team the man. Sometimes I understand <laughs> you're not gonna do it all the time, but sometimes, <laughs> yeah, especially in the end zone. But in the end, oh. they still held them to 17 points. So, like, can you really get mad? But damn, yeah. agree with you, but. 11 catches, 116 yards. Yo, he had himself a day. That's <laughs> crazy. And he didn't do anything in the second half. I know. Yeah. Nothing. Like, they literally, they completely took their foot off the pedal, and they basically let their defense their their defense do their thing. Like, that yep. first half was, like, it was ugly. It was. It was ugly. But that's why I don't like teams playing just predominantly zone against that guy. It's, it's too easy for him, man. Oh, was he, he what was he, 20, 20, 20 for 22 in the first half? Like, yeah, he's he it. a cake, man. You're throwing to windows. Yeah, yeah. You can't play zone against him. You can't Not play consistently. No. And they don't no. have to re-kill. So, play man. I, know. I, know. I agree. They, 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 I agree. They have nobody that's going to that's gonna just break the top off the defense. They yeah. have nobody. Yeah. If Rashi Rice beats them, I'd be like, okay, no problem. But just... Don't make it be Travis Kelsey. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all I ask. Uh, honestly, double team the guy, bump him off the line, like do whatever you have to do in order to screw up his uh, screw up his routes. Just don't have him beat you. That's all I say. Honestly, if tra- if uh, if Rasheed Weiss beats us to that degree, I'll shake your hand. 
Nope. Like I'll 100%. take it. I'll, sh- I'll shake your hand. Good game. Great, great game. Like he 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 he, he did us in. Great game. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'll I'll take that. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll, I'll take that for sure. Now well, I have two more questions left, and then we'll we'll be done. But um, b- between barber shops around America calling skin phase the Kelsey, and and Taylor Swift getting clearance to remix Swag Surfing. Will will the Niners be uh, the Black Coalition's favorite team by Sunday? Because <laughs> y'all heard about this, right? Yeah, I did. I did I'm glad. I'm glad Kelsey shot that down real quick. Okay, good. I didn't. I didn't hear his response. I'm like, man, that's well, what I was thinking a couple days ago. I was, I was like, I was, quick. I was like, he better shut that. It's funny. Thank you, thank you for clearing that up because I didn't get a chance to hear that because I was saying when I heard that on on the weekend, I was like. He needs to shut that shit down immediately. Like, don't no, let don't, don't let that shit get far out. Like, he needs to shut no. that shit down immediately. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Though, though, I can't stand the fact that they show Taylor Swift every five minutes. Um, I just I, I gotta hate on I gotta hate on San Fran right now because <laughs> Debo Debo. I'm an Eagles fan, and Debo likes to run his mouth too much about the Eagles, so I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. But the black, and, coalition, and I, and but the black coalition, though. But the black coalition. See, and I'm, and I'm, but see, I'm team black quarterback. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm team black quarterback. Uh-huh. So it is what it is, man. I cannot stand that shit. That is cultural appropriation at its finest. Like... Oh my God! It's so nerve wracking. I'm I'm actually glad to hear that he shut that down. That's that's good because I was so like, here, Yo, you, 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 you've you've been loving on our black culture a little too much, which is fine. I don't have a problem with it, but I'm like, but you need to correct that shit immediately because that uh, like I think that was that was gonna go sideways fast for him. Oh my God! Like to be, it's, to it's be claiming it's the fade. Like how long have we been doing fades since like the eighties? Exactly. Like, what are you talking exactly. about? He ain't the first white boy to rock a, a, a clean fade I, either. That's what I'm saying. I was they they I'm even saying. explain what a fade was, guys. <laughs> As if he's the first player to actually get a fade. It was absolutely crazy. Oh, 100%. Uh, uh, I'm, like, I'm like, no. Some, some, somewhere in America, John B is like, what the fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminds me, it reminds me of, a year, of a few years ago, Calvin. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this, but I, I think it was one of the, um, the Kardashians. Maybe it was Kim or, or Kylie or one of them. They had their hair in, like, braids. Oh, God, yeah. And they were on, like, I don't know, they're at the Grammys or something. And people were like, oh, my gosh, look at their braids. They're talking about how the Kardashians brought their braids back. And, and now it's back in fashion and all sorts of shit. And I'm like, where the hell are these people getting this stuff from? Like, are you living under a rock? Do you not know any black people? Like, seriously? We are. Like, oh, never man. went out of style, ever. Come on, yeah. man. Come on. The fade? Seriously? The fade? And and, and, the, and, the, thing <laughs> is, and the thing is with a fade, too, that's oh, never gone God. away. Throughout all the styles that's come from, from box cuts to, to braids to sponging your yeah. hair now and pro-hawks, nothing, nothing yep. has been more consistent in a black barbershop or or hair salons, you know, male hair salons, than a fade. It's a staple. It's, it's a reliable. Like, it's like a uh-huh. Honda. <laughs> Honda Civic. It's like a Honda Civic. Right? With winter tires in February. Exactly. 
100 kilometers easily every good on every gas <laughs> like like that's the way that goes the, the fade a fade with a light up like transition Yo, to man. a beard as time went along like how long we've been doing this Try- they hate us but they want to be us yeah, tr- trust me. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy you, you told me that. I'm, I'm happy for that because I'm like, I, I, I was like that. That one that was like that's disgusting. That that's actually disgusting. <laughs> and and as far as the swag surfing thing, it's like, like good, good on them for to make a business move. You know, like Taylor Swift's got to pay them. I guess like the guys who made the song, good on them in terms of a business move. But do we really want a Whole Foods version of a swag surfing? Oh no, hell no. No, we don't. <laughs> I, saw, don't I saw somebody on the line call it, call it when they were doing it, what she's doing in the crowd. They were calling it. Like, it looks like she's rafting. I was dying. I was dying when I read that. I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was hilarious, but I'm like, I'm like, we don't, we don't need that. Like Taylor, just stick to your lane. It's all good. I like to appreciate the song. Cool. Like you, you don't gotta remix that. Like no, just don't. She really gonna do that? She got That's the clearance to do that. It's a real thing. It's a real wow. thing. I'm like, no, like we don't, we, no. Is, is you know what kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of what like when. And not to big this thing up, but like when twerking came out, and all of a sudden when Miley Cyrus started doing it, it's like, oh. Twerk at all. Like, look at Miley Cyrus. And you're just like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding me right now? And she didn't really put a stop to it either. You know what I mean? So No, she didn't. No. So that that bothered me too. So it's kinda like it's kind of similar to that. It's like, do we do we really need like the 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 Whole Foods, you know what I'm saying? Like the Costco version of, of, of swag surfing. Like, do we really need that? Like, who's asking for that, man? Like who's who's asking for that? I, I don't I don't get it, man. They call them Swifties? Swifties, the Swifties, the, the five hundred million Swifties—they're the ones asking for it. Well, they can just listen to the original song. How about that? It's on Spotify, it's right, right at your thumb, right at your thumb, your, your thumb. You, know, you can just, you can just go pull it up right there and listen to. It. You don't need a remix version. Too much flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you need to dumb it down. <laughs> it's too, it's too much spice. We need, we need more paprika. Put more paprika in this thing. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> All right, so fi- final question: uh, Who y'all got? Who y'all got? I know, I know you said you was hating on the. Um, I'm a, I, I know, I know you said you was hating on the Niners, but but who you got? Got the Chiefs, and I don't think it's going to be close. Oh my god! Oh, I hate you right now, Kerry. <laughs> 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 you already know where I'm I, leading. I, I, you I just, up. I just, hold up. I just want to say, I'm, I'm giving you my honest thoughts. No, I no. know. I hope this doesn't get me kicked off the pod for next time. But headline. <laughs> <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> no, I just, I just, the, the, like I said before. San Fran not playing well all playoffs bugs me. The fact that they've been able to get be run on consistently in the playoffs bugs me. And the fact that they play so much zone against a quarterback that eats up zone bugs me. Mm. Yeah, we got to see what the schemes are, you know, for Sunday. That's what it is, man. And we're going to find out real quick within yeah. the first five minutes of that we game. We will. 
We will. I don't disagree with that. And and listen, I all I want is your honest opinion, man. I I'm never gonna, you know, <laughs> I uh, I'm more mature now at this stage of my life. If I was in my twenties, I'd be like, yo, I'm really feeling that carry guy, you know. <laughs> Them summer rock cats. You know, rock cat. you know mid- middle aged cow. I'm like, ah, I, I can't take it that personal. It's all good. It's it's, it's all good. It's fine. Roger, you're, you're the tiebreaker. Who who you got? Uh, listen. My heart says the 49ers, but my head says. Oh, you're you're done. Oh, you're done. No joking. Straight up. <laughs> Listen, I want the 49ers to win so much. I just, I need to put a stop to, to this Mahomes is Mahomes is the goat conversation right now. I need to p- be parked a little bit because I'm just such a huge Brady fan mm-hmm. that I'm like, I feel like if he wins one more Super Bowl, if he's at three Super Bowls, they're going to already start calling him the GOAT, even though... No, um, he needs more than three. Yeah, he needs more I agree. But that's not what everybody's saying right now. That's not the conversation right now. It's and got, I can't stand it, and it drives me absolutely crazy. It's kind of like LeBron when he won the second chip, and they're like, yo, is he is he on Jordan's level? And you're like, he he just won two. What are you talking about? Jordan's crazy. got six. What? 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 What are we doing here? It drives me absolutely <laughs> crazy. But I see on every single talk show... Every like it drives me absolutely crazy. Um, the win, you know, this the is the second those... time. This is this. I feel like this is the this is the second time the 49ers are facing the Chiefs in the in the Super Bowl. Right? They yeah. played them like what was it like four, four years ago? ago? Yeah. And if I remember correctly, they were up by like ten points in the fourth quarter, and mm-hmm. then just completely collapsed. Um, you know, this is their second bite of the apple, and I feel like if Shanahan has not learned his lesson in terms of what they need to do in order to beat the Chiefs, like, they've had two weeks to game plan for them. And if they don't do what they what they should do, which is run the ball, and I agree with Kerry 100%, Adipa needs to switch it up, you know, double-team Kelsey, play some man, maybe try and discard, may, uh, try to hide their zone a little bit better. I feel like if they do that, they do have a shot. I do really feel like they have a yeah. shot. But I mean, I don't know, man. Mahomes, fucking guy, like he's just so good. He's so damn good. Like he's so good. I know. Doesn't get rattled. He doesn't get rattled. You know, fourth quarter, if they're down, they still have a chance. Like man, he's and, just so so good. And the movement in the pocket, yeah, yeah he's just uh, he's special, man. He can run if if he needs to. Yeah. Like, yeah, like like he's, he's a great player. He's a he's a great best quarter best quarterback of his generation. I mean, by far, right now. Yeah. I believe. As much as I love some of the other guys, you know, and but and it's like and and some of the young boys are coming because like you know like that that Stroud kid, man, like that kid's coming for it. You know, special but, man. He looks good, man. That he kid is looks really good. But but with that, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take props for that. I thought Stroud should have went first. Yeah, because he should have, and supposedly. <laughs> The owner decided to go with Bryce at the last moment after they everybody agreed really? that they were going to take Stroud. That's what they, yeah, that's what I know. Uh, and then at the last moment, they decided the to get Bryce. After that? Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to take Stroud. That's what the intention was originally. Yeah, he's a madman. He's a madman, uh, Gary. <laughs> he's oh a mad, my God. He's a madman. I mean, look, I mean, at, at the end of the season, he, th- he threw the drink on the fans. It's a madman. How does that guy not get suspended? I I could not for the life of me understand that. I'm like, how do, how does an owner forget a forget a, like a coach or you know what I mean? Like, how does an owner throw drinks on the fans and only gets fined? That's I'm like, wow, like that is, that, so is, that is crazy. But, so bad. But I don't know if you if you guys saw this. I, I don't know if I mentioned this on a previous pod, but like 
I remember um, the the pre-draft stuff with with Stroud. It it was so much in the bag at one point. Um, I think um, what's his name? Uh, McCowan. He was the assistant coach on um, on on the Panthers. I, I guess at the time, right before the draft, him and Stroud they, they showed them on a clip hugging each other, and they were talking about where they're gonna go pay pick up pick up ball. I remember that. I remember that. Yes. That was right. That was maybe like a week or two before the draft carry. They were talking about like, yo, why don't you meet me at such and such corner? And yeah, this is what we hoop here on on Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll shoot. All right. I'll I'll come check you out. Like, that's how they was talking. So certain that they were going to know that. That's how how they were talking. And then all of a sudden, it's like they went with Bryce Bryce Young. And again, Bryce Young might be fine. You know what I mean? Like he might be okay. Well, he'll be he'll be good, but I thought Stroud had it all, man. Yeah, he had it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, to me, that's the wild part. So I'm like, you know, but those those guys are coming, but but going circling back to Mahomes, like Mahomes again is he's the truth, man. Like, like I'm not listen. So when the Niners played um played uh, Kansas City four years ago, I thought Kansas City was like one of the best teams that I ever seen, and. When they beat us, I wasn't even – I was upset, of course, because my team lost in the Super Bowl, but I wasn't that mad because I was right. like – they had Mahomes, man. Like, we, we held out as long as we could, and we and we have Jimmy G on this side. I knew once the deficit, we got down late in the game, we weren't coming back. You know what right. I mean? So I was like, yeah. it, it is what it is. We held out as long Listen, as we man, could. The, the MVPs of this game are going to be the 49ers defense if the 49ers are going to win that game. Yeah. Like Bosa and Young and Hargrave and Armstead, they got if, if, they, if they dominate the trenches, they have a chance. Yeah. But man, they've been getting run on by everyone in the playoffs. Yeah. They got to fix that. They got, they got, honestly, they, I think they got to pull a little bit, you know, watch a little bit of film from that Super Bowl three years ago, man. Because what what Tampa Bay did to did to Mahomes like that was crazy. Mahomes, but then then Mahomes run like five hundred yards backwards or some yeah, crazy, some did. crazy stat, whatever it but was. Yeah, but his whole line was injured. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, but it was also it was also a great scheme though. What they did, they would yeah. crash an end to move him out of the pocket, and then they had a looper, a secondary. A secondary rush guy attack him once he broke the pocket. It was it was beautiful. Yeah, like they, they got to be picking out a little bit of everything. You know what I mean? But like I said, man, it's it, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. I, I think you know, like I said, yeah, I, I'm being biased now. I'm being fully biased right now. Yes, I think the Niners are gonna win, but like I think it's gonna be a really good game. I'm hoping it's gonna be a really good game. Um, the biggest thing is to your point, carries is uh, defensively they they really gotta hold it down control that line and we got to run the ball man like we do those two things you know limit the turnovers like i said four years ago i was i wasn't i was upset but i wasn't that mad that we lost this year i'm gonna be i'm gonna be pissed (laughs) we lose this year now i'm like i'm gonna be pissed four years ago they had they we had jimmy g they had tyreek hill this year we got brock purdy they don't have tyreek hill (laughs) Well, that's <laughs> so, true. It's true. So I'm it's like, true. so I'm like, nah, man. I'm like, I'm gonna, be, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm actually gonna be mad this time if they lose. So this is this is the year to get them. Yeah, it is a hundred percent. Like yeah. honestly, as 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 good as Mahomes is and as great as you know they've been, Kansas City's been the last six years. I'm kind of surprised they're in the Super Bowl. 
I thought somebody would this like to your point. This was the year to take them down. I thought for sure somebody was taking down Kansas City on the way. I did not think Kansas City was going to win two road games on the way to the Super Bowl. I did not think that was going to happen. Listen, they figured it out, man. Yeah, give it to Kansas City. They figured it out. Yeah, first thing they did too. was Tony. Yo, get this guy out of here. They're like, you're not playing. Tony is not playing. Yep. We're not allowing any of those stupid mistakes you made, the stupid offsides, the drops. They got him out of there. Mm-hmm. And now the offense primarily goes through Travis Kelsey but and Rashi Rice, yep. and they run the shit out of the ball. Yeah. And they found, they figured it out. They figured it out. And play yeah. mistake-free. Yep. They do, 100%. And they have a defense that's good enough that they don't have to score 30. They could keep them in it. Absolutely. But, Kelsey, this is what I'm going to do for you, though. When I'm in Vegas, <laughs> if San Fran wins, I have an old-school Jerry Rice red. I'll put I'll put it on for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, pre- I appreciate that while you're at your pool party. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> We, I, I would love to have you on the wild on 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 the uh, on the live stream, but I think you're gonna make it a wild stream if uh, if you're oh. not from your end. We, we we won't be able to that we won't be able to air it. <laughs> oh, we're gonna be wild. <laughs> but, but congratulations to you for that trip. That that's gotta be that's gonna be a great time, man. And and thank you for hopping on the pod as well, Roger. Uh, you know, thank you guys for hopping on the Ave, man. And that was uh, having a fun conversation with you guys about this, man. This is this is a good time. Appreciate you guys. Absolutely, come true. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all enjoy yourself in Vegas. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, act, I'm not even jealous. I'm actually happy for you, man. You deserve that. That's, that's, uh, that, that's going to be a great you. time for you, man. Yeah. Mama, I made it. Safe, <laughs> safe, Vegas, safe Vegas is going to be Vegas is going to be hype, man. You're the right place at the right time. Oh my god. Yep. Oh my God! You're gonna have stories to tell. That's that trip's gonna be insane. Like it's. Vegas. Karen, you got you gotta go check out that stadium, man. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. No, no, that I'm stadium is I'm, sick. I'm definitely going to check that out and the oh. sphere. Oh, yeah. absolutely! It's insane. Is the stadium on the strip? Uh, no, it's, the strip? it's not on the strip. No, okay. it's off the strip. Just it's off, off the strip. strip. Okay. All right. Yeah. It yeah. looks it looks beautiful though, just on TV. So I can't imagine what it looks like in person. I, I should be there this summer, so I'm gonna. When I'm there, I'm gonna I'm gonna go take a trip to go see it myself. It's 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 definitely a sight to see. I was down there last year um, for New Year's. Yeah. Uh, well, not last year. Sorry, the year before that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was absolutely beautiful, one hundred percent. We're actually going back down there again in March. Okay. And I'm definitely gonna make a. I mean, I'm gonna go see it. Of course, there's not gonna be any football players yeah. there. Football games in in March, but. You know, the stadium itself is just a sight to behold. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome, man. But like I said, safe travels, my man. That's a, that's a great time. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you for checking out the app podcast. I'm forever appreciative as always. A uh, special shout out goes out to Roger Callender and Carrie Joseph for hopping on the, the Super Bowl 58 preview pod and breaking everything down from top to bottom. Uh, for a change-up, we're going to do a, a, a post-game live stream on my South Sharav YouTube channel. And it should also be on my uh, South Sharav Instagram page as well. Uh, more details to follow, but it will be on about 30 minutes after the game. The details should be out by Saturday. All right, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be able to have a new episode of the Av breaking down the first half of the NBA season as well, the week after Family Day weekend. 
And congrats to the Knicks for going for it, man. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of them. It, it's, it's always great when the Knicks are relevant in the NBA. But to watch the love that the city has for, for Jalen Brunson, it, it's unbelievable to watch at the Garden. Plus, they have the most draft picks this side of Oklahoma City. Um, so, man, we, we got to embrace the Knicks right now, man. They're really going for this. And in a few weeks, uh, the annual State of the Raptors address will be back on its normal yearly rotation um, that will be at the end of February or the first week of March. All right, so details to come for that one as well. We've got to schedule that one out, but uh, make sure you check all of that out, including an episode of Memory Lane that's also out right now. So please check that one out as well. And please peep the rest of the catalog over at SouthSharab.com. Hit the like and favorite buttons wherever you listen to podcasts. Click on all, and I means all, and I means all that are five stars. Please, 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 please. And we'll catch each other on Sunday night. All right. For Carrie Joseph or Roger Callender, this is Cal C. And you just tuned into the latest episode right here on Sasha Rav Radio. All right. Until Sunday night. Peace. We out of here.